Hello, welcome to the Equippers International Podcast, short version. We are continuing in the book of Hebrews. It's a good time to do a little review of where the author's taken us so far and where we've been. Always remembering the historical context in which he writes this letter, he has set forth truth about Jesus in several ways that was meant to encourage the first century Jewish believers to remain faithful to their confession in Christ and to hold on to him instead of entertaining ideas of going back to Judaism. So he has declared that Jesus is the perfect messenger from God, displaying his exact glory and nature that he's higher than the angels, that he was also fully human in order to be the perfect man for all mankind, and that he is greater than Moses in his faithfulness as a son over God's house. And as a result, in chapter 4, he highlights the importance of the believer's responsibility to accept fully God's provision in Christ and to enter into the rest that it offers by abiding in faith and not striving in human efforts of works and performance. So he then turns his attention to Jesus as a great high priest, and he begins to compare and contrast his position as a priest to that of the priesthood of Judaism. As I said in the previous episode, the priesthood was one of the most honored institutions of Judaism. So the writer is really going to begin to focus on this truth that Jesus is a great and perfect high priest. So all this leads us up to chapter five, where we pick up in this episode. And I want to read the first six verses. For every high priest taken from among men is appointed on behalf of men in the things pertaining to God in order to offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. He can deal gently with the ignorant and misguided, since he himself also is beset with weakness. And because of it, he is obligated to offer sacrifices for sins. As for the people, so also for himself. No one takes the honor to himself, but receives it when he is called by God, even as Aaron was. So also Christ did not glorify himself as to become a high priest, but he who said to him, you are my son, today I have begotten you, just as he says also in another passage, you are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. Now the writer is explaining some key characteristics of the priesthood, and I want to just highlight them for us today. So first of all, the priest is taken from among men and appointed on behalf of men in the things pertaining to God. So obviously this is a reference to God's selection and appointment of the priest under the old covenant economy of Judaism. God separated out one of the 12 tribes of Israel, the tribe of Judah, from which he appointed Aaron as a priest and from which this priesthood would be a perpetual process over time. The priesthood would serve the people in the things pertaining to God through the offering of sacrifices for sin of the people. While there were definitely many sacrifices and provisions for people to make atonement for their wrongs against others, the main reference here and throughout the book of Hebrews is to the Day of Atonement. This was the one day of the year when the priest would make atonement for the sins of the people by offering the sacrifice of the spotless lamb within the Holy of Holies. We'll look more at that definitely later on in the book. Secondly, the priest is selected from among men as a man 
and he can relate and deal gently with those who act in ignorance and who are deceived and misguided because they too are beset with weakness. And as a result, the priest is actually obligated to offer sacrifices for the sin of the people and for himself. Third, the role as a priest is actually an honor and a responsibility that is bestowed by God. It is not a self-appointment or self-declared function. It is a calling, and therefore it is not a privilege or a right in which the priest can claim superiority over those to whom he is appointed. Now, I want to stop at this point today and share a few thoughts that I have as I sit with these verses this morning. These are some thoughts that fall into the category of application, and this particular application is quite narrow, but I feel led to make this application nonetheless. I never know who's listening to these podcasts, but this morning I want to speak directly to anyone who might be listening and who feels some level of calling on their lives to minister to others. I myself have this type of calling on my life, and I've come to understand a few things about this calling that have helped me along my journey. To those who want to minister to others pertaining to the things of God, you need to always remember several important things. First, your calling is a gift of God. It is never a privilege or a right. Second, you need to always remember that you're just a man or woman selected from among other men and women and that you're exactly like those to whom you minister. Third, you are never above or better than others but you share in the same weaknesses as those to whom you minister. Fourth, you need to always have a heart of humility and thankfulness to God for the opportunity to serve people and help them along in their journey with God. And fifth, do not ever take the honor of your calling unto yourself. It does not belong to you. It is a gift from God and handle it like a gift. So I'm going to leave you with these thoughts to ponder this morning. Think about it. Be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.